It's a pre-written script. The way a common man lives. And one follows that script chapter by chapter, act by act, scene by scene. If you have been following that script till now, you'll find it very difficult to break away from the script suddenly. When till now you did everything that was socially mandated and sanctioned, how will you suddenly fly away from the script? And to fly away from the script, you must have, first of all, a more attractive, a more compelling chapter ready with you. Only then can the script be modified, edited. Remember that it's an old script and it has gained a lot of validity and respectability just by its oldness. Hmm? Like the old books that are considered so sacred that not even a word can be changed. Such is the social script as well. You are born, you will be brought up in a certain way, you will go to a certain type of school, you will have certain kind of relationships with parents, you will have certain kind of relationships with relatives and neighbors, you will pursue certain kinds of disciplines in your studies, you will take up a few co-curriculars, then you will probably get a job, and then you are to get married. It's a track solidly laid out. Merely wishful thinking won't let you deviate from the track. If you really want a deviation, then it cannot be a small deviation. It has to be a dimensional change. You cannot say, I want to deviate 10% from the script. You cannot say, I want a 10 degree deviation from the track. It cannot merely be a deviation. It has to be an outright rebellion. The next chapter in your script then has to be about something that is unthinkable as per the current running script. Otherwise, the current script will not leave you. If you deviate by 10 degrees, it will pull you back. Those who want to avoid the standard social customs must first of all ask themselves, if not this, then what? <coughs> Rebellion appears fashionable, but is rarely sustainable.
to sustain rebellion you must first of all have something tremendously compelling something so very powerful and attractive that it overrides the usual social norms because the social norms aren't just all idiotic they have a certain purpose and they fulfill that purpose with regularity millions and billions of people are living by the prevalent social norms and they are living decently normal and well adjusted lives so the social norms have a proven track record you cannot just whimsically beat them if you want to beat them first of all tell me do you have an alternative in life if not marriage then what there are so many men and women who keep crusading against marriage and regret it when they reach 38 because it is not merely sufficient to create a void the mind does not love voids the mind needs companion if that companion is not a man who's that companion going to be otherwise you will die of loneliness marriage has been traditionally historically performing a certain function it's an important function men and women they they need companionship of all kinds mental physical social so you are given somebody take this fellow he will fulfill your needs now if you say that you are not okay with that arrangement that you do not want a man to be present in your life in the shape of a husband then what exactly are you going to do with your life have you thought it out because you do need something rich something powerful something voluminous to occupy your life and your mind do you have such a rich purpose if not then no point postponing marriage and regretting it at 40 marry now marry today most people desperately need marriage marriage is an important institution because if marriage is not there how will they live they have no purpose in life they have nothing big in life so they need to get married school was there college was there university was there all are over and now you have a job as well now what now there is no purpose there is just a void a blankness then you need to marry either get something very very compelling and beautiful for yourself a cause worth living and dying for 
or get a spouse. Hmm? Life does not keep anybody totally deprived. If you cannot have a rich and fulfilling purpose, never mind, you can have a spouse. Go and get married. And if you want to keep the spouse at bay, if you want to avoid marriage, you better find a larger purpose. Otherwise, you will be beaten on both fronts. You will have no great purpose to life and you will also not have the carnal satisfactions and the social respectability that society normally offers to everyone. You will feel a double loser and many people end up being that. Maya Milina Ram. Everything is a trap, except for that compelling purpose, everything is a trap. You are highly mistaken if you think that only marriage is a trap. Let me make it very clear, except for living a life devoted to a high purpose, everything is a trap, be it marriage or whatever. Hmm? So that way marriage is not a hindrance. You can still get married and have a compelling purpose. Will that... If you are married, why do you need another purpose? Marriage will fill up everything that you have. Where is the space for another purpose? And had you really been keen on a high purpose in life, why would you go and cling to a man or woman? That's what. So let's get married. See, you have glorious examples in front of you. Hmm? These examples will become more and more compelling. You cannot break away from the script. All these examples are a part of the script. And they'll fully convince you to get married. See? Why are you resisting your father? Unnecessarily. After all, aren't there so many couples who are spiritually fulfilled as well? That's exactly what your father is saying. You can do all your spiritual things, but first get married. And then, you can do all your spiritual things, but do get me a 
and there are so many arguments what is your god so pricey and choosy and jealous that he can't tolerate a husband why can't you have a husbanded variety of liberation <laughs> spiritual husbandry either plunge into his work or honestly admit that you have nothing to do with him so you remain nicely socially adjusted get married have kids there is no third option you are searching for the impossible It is highly uncomfortable to plunge into his work. No, state in between. Where, uh, so why are you in that in between state? Why don't you plunge in his work? Why don't you talk about the real thing? What keeps you away from him? That you don't want to talk of, huh? You too have debts. often people who avoid marriages get into something even worse than marriage that's why i do not readily advocate abstinence from marriage only those who have i repeat that great purpose in life are entitled to avoid marriage everybody else must marry otherwise you will land in a situation that is worse than even marriage not married but coveting others husbands how does that sound if you do not have god as your husband and you aren't married either to a mortal being what would you end up doing you would covet other husbands better than coveting other husbands is to get one for yourself either have i repeat god as the husband or silently peacefully get socially married there is no third option there is no in between state possible there is a reason why the world 
detests bachelors. If you go to Indian metro cities, the apartment buildings have prominent displays. Bachelors not allowed. Because bachelors are actually in many ways worse than married couples. Bachelorhood befits only those who are committed to something worthwhile. Otherwise, bachelorhood is a curse. You will keep disturbing others. Bachelorhood is extremely fine. Bachelorhood is not an ordinary thing. Bachelorhood befits only those who really have very little craving left for the world. Otherwise, don't unnecessarily try bachelorhood. You'll burn your hands. When a great scientist or a devoted politician hmm? or a committed author decides to remain unmarried, it is wonderful. But only then. First of all, figure out something great to be immersed and absorbed in. If you can figure that out, then you get the license to remain unmarried. Only then. I think it was Bhagat Singh. Hmm? when his mother asked him why don't you get married he replied I am already married and her name is freedom <coughs> now it behoves a Bhagat Singh to not to get married to a woman because he has committed himself to freedom. Wonderful. But to every Tom, Dick and Harry, it does not suit. Actually, that means that uh, most of us, some of us here are married. So is you saying that there is no liberation for them at all? Or, or is 
that is a question they should ask hmm? or are you already committed to going down that road let them ask about it the question itself hints at the inclination see Just curious. Fine, I'm I'm mistaken. Thank you. It's out of sheer magnanimity and social well-being that she wants to ask a question on behalf of the married ones. <laughs> Indra, how much are we capable of cheating ourselves? Actually, earlier earlier huh? in the day we had some discussions about this. About? About your married life? People were telling about their... their Don't you have a life of your own? Hmm? Suddenly you have become so much of a well-wisher to the married ones that you are acting as their representative. Don't you see what is actually going on? Hmm? Poor parents, they get all the blame. You know, I didn't want to. My mother pushed me into it. Seriously. Was it the mother? But it's fashionable. You know. Everybody is to be blamed. You know, even the husband gets the flake. Who wanted to marry you? How we weave a web to catch ourselves and then we pretend to be victims. Oh, it happened to me. Did it happen or did you carefully orchestrate it? How do I know? What I know for certain is one thing. There is no saviour except him. And if you don't have him in your life, I don't need to know the details of your life. It is certain that you will get trapped. I don't even need to examine minutely. 
I'll ask just one question. Is your life committed to him? And if the answer is no, I don't want to inquire any further. And if the answer is yes, I don't want to inquire any further. Once I ask you, is your life fully committed to him? Is your time, your day going in his work? And you say no. Then the conclusion is obvious. My advice is very clear. Find something worth dying for. And then you will be able to live without props. Otherwise you will need all these props. Marriage, husband, kids, career, so many things. If you want to avoid them, if you are sincere, I repeat, find something worth dying for. How? You told that you should be ready to do his work. So, what are those any examples for that? But, apne se aage ka koi bhi kaam karo. अब ऊपर कोई महल इत्यादि तो बन नहीं रहा है कि वहां जाकर के थोड़ा वॉलेंटरिंग कराओगे कोई भी ऐसा काम जो तुम्हारे व्यक्तिगत दायरे और व्यक्तिगत स्वार्थों से आगे का हो तुमसे बड़ा हो जो काम आमतौर पर हम क्या काम करते हैं व्हाट इज इट दैट वी आर यूजुअली एंगेज इन feeding our stomachs and feeding the stomachs of those who are related by blood to us that's what our life really is hmm fundamentally that's what we live and work for feed your stomach and feed the stomachs of your little family fulfill your desires and fulfill the desires of those who are related by blood and semen to you that's how we live what is it to live in his service do something a little beyond yourself there is a universe beyond you your kids and your wife and your parents is there not and it's a burning universe right now it's crying for help you better realize your responsibility that is what i mean by god's work by god's work i do not mean that you have to go and perform service in a temple or church
What is godliness? That which is beyond your little personal ego boundary. 